Podcast Network Asia. This podcast is on a mission to end the orphan crisis. You're listening to Families the Answer, powered by Podcast Network Asia. We share resources and stories to equip families who plan to adopt and foster, empower advocates who fight for vulnerable mothers and children, and invite communities to impact generations. I'm Karina Kuna Henson, the Executive Director for Generations Home, a nonprofit organization and licensed child placement agency based in the Philippines. Learn more about our work through our website, generationshome.org. Now, let's jump in to this week's topic. Hi everyone, welcome to Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Family's the Answer. I bet you can tell by now that no, I am not Krina, but I'm still part of the Generations Home team. I'm Jana, the manager of Communications. And today we're gonna talk about impacting generations to the creative space. I'm really happy that I am not alone. Joining me today are two good friends. They're just smiling. I don't know why they're not reacting. What are your actions, guys? Good friends. Please agree. Great friends. I like best friends. Besties. So I'm here with two besties who I think are the perfect guests because they're two volunteers that have really advocated with us and they're the reason why we create such excellent content here at Generation School. Oh, no, that's you. Yeah. We just um, helped. Anyway, <laughs> no, they're too humble. And I'll just introduce them right away. So first, we have Tristan right there. Hi, Tristan. Hi. Hey. Yes. So you can, as you can tell, he's a very... Relax, relax. As you can tell, okay, so Tristan, I'm going to introduce him. He's a very patient okay. guy. Oh, right? He's actually... A director at Toothless Studios and Studio Impact. I just want to give a really quick shout out to Toothless Studios because they've been partnering with us for a really long time and a lot of the work we do is possible because of them, of Jonathan, Jeb, and just everyone who's in the team. And he's directed a lot of our videos. So if you check out our YouTube, he's directed both of our carpet videos. And what else have you directed? Um, some of your PWIC um, animated stuff, you know. Yeah. yeah. So if you check out our YouTube again, we have a lot of content about pregnant women in crisis and how we support them to, through our Tulung Kainanay program. So that's Tristan's brain. Just want to say thank you for lending us your brain. Is that the book? Thank you as well. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Sorry, guys, we're so pharma. I don't know ba? Um, okay. Let's not be pharma with Khalil. Khalil! Yo, joining, us, <laughs> joining us too is Khalil, and he's a content producer at a tech startup. Right now, in Canada, Canada, Canada. <laughs> so what do you Canada. do there? What do you do there, Khalil, in, in your tech startup job? I make content. I'm a content creator. That uh, that confuses a lot of people. It confuses me too. Uh, I just I just make content, whatever that means. That's great. <laughs> I love that for you. But there, so Khalil is actually based in Canada, and we're really glad that he's here with us right now in the Philippines and. While he's here, he's using a lot of his time and efforts to help advocate with us at Generations Home. So thanks for that, Khalil. Whatever yeah. I can do. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. We're just not used to being super horrible. We're like, you'll see. You'll see where it goes. But I think I just want to start off by letting our audience know how we all know each other. Because we kind of are a little chummy. So Khalil, since you're beside me, and you're the first person I saw when I looked your direction. How do we all know each other? 
So we've been classmates uh, in a previous life or when we were younger. We, previous life? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, been, it's been a long, it's been a long time. We've, been, we've known each other for how long? Probably, I don't know, 13 years, 14 years. Is that fair to say? Even further? Fair, fair. fair? yeah. 15? 15. 15 years. We don't even have a count. That's how That's how long we've known each other. Um, we went to school together. We grew up in church together. Uh, we've done a lot of stuff together. We still stay in touch now. Uh, at least we try. Um, and you guys are some of my closest friends, so couldn't be happier volunteering, advocating with uh, you guys. That's the best. Yeah. Thank you so much, Khalil. Oh, I just wanted to mention that Khalil has done a lot for us at Generation School. He's helped us with our CNN Philippines coverage. And he uses his personal platform to really advocate for the cause, like with his influencing. Wow. You know, followers. Uh, <laughs> they don't need to know that. <laughs> you can just check out his Instagram at Khalil SM. Yeah, Khalil them. Yeah, so check out how many followers he has and what he uses. What he uses and how he uses his platform to advocate to end the orphan crisis. Anyway, so as Khalil mentioned, we've actually known each other for a long time. And I've seen these guys, Kalokohans, and how they were, how we were all were as kids. So I'm really glad to see that we all came together without really talking about it, to advocate together. And I think I just want to, I, I kind of know the answer, but I hope we can talk about why we started advocating for Generations Women. I think I want to start with Tristan because you actually started volunteering way before I was on staff. Yeah, way back. When we were still in... As in... As in, gagawin pa lang siya. <laughs> that level. Like, I remember Jam was the one who, who, who got me on board. No? Um, actually, knew Kree, no? Because I used to intern at, at Rohe Corp. And then that's where I, I met her. But she didn't remember me. I Krina. met her again. <laughs> Krina. <laughs> and I met her again when I went into to, um, uh, what was once called, you know, Rohe Foundation. Yeah. Now, uh, now generation so oh wow. like, but um yeah so I got on board I was um it was I know it started off as work no? I say you know, in college I was uh, what they call a rapetero and then I would get projects here and there I was somehow connected to Jam I forgot why how we met but you know I was connected to Jam and then Jam brought me in to 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 Rohe. And then I made their first court video. And that was literally, I think, the first year no, that, that you guys started. So I was, I was OG. Yeah. <laughs> OG. He was the first director and the current director. And he just didn't stop from there. But Tristan, I think you were a film student right? yes. during that time. What year in college were you? I feel like this was, what, 2017? 2017. Yeah, second year? Second year film student. Yeah. I, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think second year older. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to ask for somebody who's a second year college student, why would you use your talents and your platform to help out this cause that's really stigmatized in the Philippines? I think many people are curious about why young people would get involved in adoption and foster care and orphan prevention when we aren't even old enough to adopt and foster. Yeah, I, I guess the best way to answer that would be telling how I got you know, since, like I mentioned, it started off as a, another racket. Um, and I'll be honest in saying that's, that's, you know, that was my intention coming in. But then I heard the advocacy, you know, and I found that, oh, it resonates with me. Um, growing up in high school, um, I was very, 
I was always surrounded with like children. I would volunteer in kids' church in our church. I was at one point a, a preacher in church. You know, I would be, I would be teaching the, the word of, of God and during those times. And there's always this, um, I don't know, you know, when people say, Sanay or Mahilig sa bata, baka isip bata din ako, you know, I think like a child. But when I heard the advocacy of, of, of Rohi Foundation, I realized that like, there was an urgency towards it. And I don't have money at that time. I was a second year college student. I don't have anything else but my time and the skills that I was, I was given. So I guess that is the importance of it. Like it doesn't have to be limited to just this advocacy, but since we're focusing on, on the orphan crisis, you know, if you find it in your heart to that this is something you're called to do or called to fight for, Eddie, gamitin mo yung anong meron ka. Kung may pera, gamitin yung pera. Kung may, kung may kamay ka, gamitin yung kamay. If you're blessed with skills, um, um, talents, then use those talents as well to push forward, you know, to fight for it and stuff like that. Thanks, Tristan. I just want to say that Tristan's, you can really tell by the way that he writes the scripts and directs our videos and edits that Tristan is really passionate about what he does. And we're so grateful that you give what you can for advocacy. And it's really come a long way. You guys should check out the videos yourself. They are amazing. So anyway, moving forward, Tristan, you started um, advocating as a college student. But Khalil... You recently started advocating with us, volunteering with us, and you started as a young professional when you graduated. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? So, uh, Rohe, or Generations Home, is not the only thing I advocate for. <clears throat> Last year, I ran 200 kilometers for men's health with Movember, and I wanted more. I wanted to do so much more. Movember is an event that happens over one month in November, that's the big, it's the big bang. Um, and throughout the year, there's small scattered events. Um, but it left me feeling a little empty, a little, like I wanted to give so much more. Like donations are cool, but to be on the ground and actually do something, to actually be a part of the movement, of, of a movement. Um, I really wanted to do that because work, honestly, it's not, it's not as fulfilling as I would want it to be. You know, people say, uh, and it's on this mug, uh, love what you do. And I love a part of what I do, but it's tough to love all that you do. So that's why I got started is because, you know, I'm a professional, I'm making money, but that's not, that's not all there is to life, right? So I come back to the Philippines since December 2022. And I'm like, I want to do more. And I'm talking you uh, we had we had a conversation during one of our reunions and i was like what can i do what 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 else is there like i'm so unfulfilled at work um by the way for those listening Khalil is very successful in his field i'm all right he's humble anyway <laughs> but yeah go ahead because i for me when we were having that conversation i was thinking oh this guy seems very stable like, compared to our batchmates, because all of us are figuring our lives out, but you had a head start because you graduated a little bit earlier. And the way I saw you during that conversation was, he seems pretty set in life. And so when you opened that up to me, I was kind of surprised. That's, that's fair enough. Okay. And, and what really touched me was when we were talking about how, oh, have you considered uh, partnering with Generations Home? So many of our friends 
have taken a part of it. And I was like, oh, no. Why haven't I considered it? Why haven't I done anything with you guys? Sure. What can I do? And just like that, uh, like, what was it, a month later, you asked me, like, would you be able to donate this amount or any amount? And I was like, sure, how much? And it was an amount that, like, yeah, no problem. You know, that really touched me because it's like, this is not a big amount for me. If it can do, if I can do so much more with it, like, oh yeah, no problem. It's like, okay, no, no luxurious thing for a month or whatever. It's like a just small sacrifice. And it can, and I feel like it, it contributed, you know, whatever I can do, um, with what I have. Tristan made a good point. You know, if you have the money, if you have the skills, if you have the, if you have the gift things, give. Um, and that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to give. And I was, I was, I was through the roof happy. And I realized, oh, I just want to keep doing this because the joy it gave me to give someone else to, to be a part of something way bigger. Uh, it, it, it was, it was great. So, yeah. So some background, the thing that Khalil um, donated to do was a project we had called Black Box. Long story short, how do you say Black Box? Uh, he directed a uh, key. By he, sorry, some of you aren't watching the video component. Tristan wrote and directed the project that Khalil contributed to. So, yeah. Yeah, so Black Box is um, a form of experiential art. So, yes, you have to experience. So you enter like this room, a black box. All the lights are turned off and you're surrounded by cardboard. You know? And it, it simulates the journey of a... Um, of a child who has been abandoned and has been found and goes through the systems, the ups and downs of the entire uh, process, you know. Eventually, you know, happy ending, uh, gets into a, a great family and finally, you know, you know, experiences the, the, the things that they've been looking for. So that's in, that's the entirety of it. And you're placed in the shoes, quite literally. I, I, just a side note, I remember hearing stories on the day of people who were bawling crying yeah. and I'm like oh this is a bit wild <laughs> you know <laughs> sorry for the for the the feels and the emotions but yeah and that was the goal of it and I think it's successful now. so thanks for the donation bro <laughs> <laughs> you made our dreams come true <laughs> you made it happen <laughs> I'm so glad I could, I could give it was like that was like the highlight of my month for Feb I think it was Feb not Valentine's Day. I'm just kidding. Oh, that's for another episode. <laughs> but I just wanted to add that this experiential, very experimental project we had called Black Box that Tristan just said, okay, let's figure it out. Um, it actually made members of the National Authority for Child Care, the governing body that takes care of adoption and foster care. Members were crying. They just, it was just such a, yes, I said speechless. But it was so amazing to see how the stories of creatives made people who are actually in that space remember why they're doing things. And I guess that's just the power of storytelling, the power of using your creativity and being a creative and just amplifying the voices of people who aren't listened to. So, segue, <laughs> I just want to ask you guys, we're media practitioners, the three of us, right? I do comms and then you guys create films, you create content. Many people who are listening, I bet, are also in that space and in that field. And I think I just wanted to ask, what's the importance of media in advocating? I mean, like it's it's a pretty, like it's a broad question, right? Like 
very Miss Universe, very like school essay. But maybe personally for you, like maybe a specific story or experience of how you saw that using your platform as a media practitioner um, was just meaningful and created impact. Uh, you. I like to take it. Like, um, I have literally and figuratively a lot of boys. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> we know. <laughs> like right now I can feel the, my voice just reverberating through the room. Um, but I also have an audience and that's something that media enables you to, uh, reach to, you know, if you have a voice, if you have an audience, media lets you spread. It's, it's a media is what plural of medium, right? So like you have a voice, but it needs to get somewhere. It needs to be packaged up some way in a meaningful way. And it, it needs to go to someone. And, and what is that vehicle? So for me, that's content. There's a vehicle where I'm communicating an idea, communicating my passion, communicating for, in this situation, an advocacy to other people who might be willing. So that's why I think it's, uh, it's powerful. I think it's important that we use media effectively um, to communicate meaningful messages. It's not just trash, you know? Like there's a lot of garbage out there. There's a lot of things that suck up time, sure they're entertaining, sure uh, they'll capture your attention, but um, where we stand, we make media that needs to tell a story, that pushes people to change and to action. Um, yeah, so yeah, media is super important and I, I like being in this space and being able to use it. Yeah, I guess to build on what Khalil said. See, we, Advocacy, right? Basically, just a message. So, if you have like a message and you just throw it on someone, wala, wala mong yari. Um, it'll bounce off. Um, sure, small percentage will be like, I'll accept this message in, I'll accept this advocacy in. But for the most part, it's just another, you know, voice in the crowd. But I guess the importance, like, I, I dwell in, I play with films, I play with, um, uh, not just película films, but also, um, ads, music videos, and whatnot. Um, short form and long form. And it's, I enjoy trying to make, you know, beauty, trying to make, um, uh, yeah, beautiful art, but not just for aesthetic sake, but that serves a purpose. So if the purpose is you have an advocacy and then you want it to reach certain people, and you package up that message in such a beautiful way. And that, I think that's media. Right? That's, that's the power of what we have. And so that's why it's very important because, like I said, if you just give your message to someone, but then if you make it smell good, you make it sound beautiful, make people cry, make people laugh, then the it just enters better. Now we have I know, ad agencies, we have broad houses out there, we have lots of creative minds trying to play with even the concept of an idea. Mm-hmm. So... So that's where the importance lies. And if, if you, if you get that, if you have a skill for that or an eye for that, it'd be, I guess, you know, like using one a while ago. Yeah. Use it, use it, push for it. And then for an advocacy, like what, what our generation's home has, I think that's important because, you know, people need to address this. It's a problem. It's a crisis. It's a crisis. It's a crisis. It's a crisis. crisis. Yeah. I just want to say, I know I'm really not formal around this, but. 
<laughs> you guys inspire me so much. She had to say it in that voice. <laughs> So it just proves that she really does have a loud voice. But I just want to say, actually, back in college, I didn't start out as a media student. Um, I was actually in a different course. Okay, I'll just say it. I was a political science student. And I'm not here to like put down political science because I love that course. It's an important course. But for me, the way that I was as a person, I just didn't think it fit for me because I'm kind of loud too. And what kept running in my mind when we discussed really like deep topics with such highfalutin words was, what's the point if people don't understand this? Like if these structures of corruption and like injustice, we just keep saying it within the classroom. What's the point if an orphan child doesn't hear that that's the right? If a pregnant woman in crisis doesn't understand that they could be empowered. And it's honestly my batchmates, including these two, that the way that I saw them live their lives in media, it kind of gave me that extra push to realize, you know what, this is such an important space. The way that we share messages and use our voice to help those who are not voiceless, but their voices aren't amplified. It's just super important. I mean, sorry, so wrong understatement. But the way these two really live their lives and use their platforms, it's just really inspirational. Okay, I fine. Oh yeah, okay. Are you guys happy? I'm never gonna say that. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but can I build off that? Okay. Right. Like I guess a concrete example that people start watching the carpet video. Yes. So, so if you if you look at um the first and the second carpet video. That's what exactly what you were saying. If people don't understand, yeah, sure, there was a, there was a heart in the first one, but it was filled with stats. The second one barely had any stats, to yeah, it, barely had any numbers. But the goal was to find the heart to it, and then and and since I, I guess I hope we we capitalized on that, no, we finding the heart in it and then releasing it so people really get you know hit. Man, <gasps> I just hit for you, yeah. Watch our video component of the podcast to see just that clean. Just saying, just say that. <laughs> but yeah exactly yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly and I think that's I think I just want to say we play that video everywhere and people ball like people break down and I think it's such a good way to express truth like the platforms that you guys have and as we close I really just wanted to ask if you have anything to share to people in the creative space whether students or young professionals about advocating maybe for the orphan crisis in general or just advocating in general. I have a message out there for everyone. <laughs> formal. Prepared. We've it's been prepared. so formal. Yeah, we've been looking at the camera. Okay, does, so my hair, does my hair look good? Okay. <laughs> Zoom in, please. Um, whatever you have, you can share it. You know, you can share it with your mom, your dad your friends, your loved ones, people you hate. Um, you you probably have a voice if you're in media, you probably have you probably have some kind of capability to share. So do it. And remember that somebody's gonna benefit from this. Somebody's gonna have a lot to take away from it. Whether or not you know it, it can make an impact. And because it can, why not? Go for it. Like go for it and and use your giftings, use your skills, use your money, use your words, whatever, whatever it is, like, go, go, go. 
because at some point down the line and somebody benefits, like the world would be a better place for it. Yeah. <laughs> Cute tears. Last eye, last eye. I guess two things, you know. One, discover your advocacies. Uh, try and find out what do you really advocate for, you know, who you are as a person and, and what are you very passionate for. And because that will inform the second thing, which is your form, you know, what is your form? In media, there's a, there's, there's a lot of things you can do. You've got um, photos, you've got um, graphic design, you've got um, video, and then there's a whole new space coming up with, with AI and whatnot, right? Uh, but find your, find your form and then build on that form so that your form can put out your advocacies properly and effectively. And Shepard, you say your gift, you know, always, you know, and give back to that. So basically, that's it. Thanks, guys. I think our teachers would be proud. We've come a long way. <laughs> Shout out to Mr. Ryan. Mr. Ryan. It's a really long Mr. list of Ryan. teachers. Thanks, guys. Um, we turned out well. But oh. there, um, <laughs> so for anybody who's interested to volunteer or partner with us or even intern, you can reach out to us at um, through email, connectedgenerations.org. plug now, guys. But you can really reach out to us, share your ideas, we'd love to explore. If you want to partner with us too and see how whatever you have, whether that's resources, that's funds, that's skills, that's talents, how it could fuel our mission, how you can join our impact. We'd really love to have a conversation with you. And yeah, that wraps up our episode. <laughs> I don't know how to be formal. Oh, guys, Khalil's a podcaster, so he's gonna be the one to wrap up. Cut. <laughs> Let's end there. Uh, Good thing. Wrap it up. Thank you. That was the Family's the Answer podcast by Generations Home, powered by Podcast Network Asia. Learn more about ending the orphan crisis and fueling our work through our website, generationshome.org. You can also find us on social media. We're generations.home.connect on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. If you found this podcast helpful, please leave us a rating so more people can find it too. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you at our next episode. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.